And that was Union Square. Now, Warren, everyone, came out in Australia in November last year so quietly I didn't even notice, especially as I loved The Guard, the uh, director John Michael McDonald's previous film, and I love Michael Pena, a diminutive Hispanic actor who I've really adored in every film. He's just got so much personality. Um, and he's always employed as a sideman because he's, he's, he's a very good actor. But he's also he's naturally charming and funny. Um, I, I think that was it. The Ethan Hawke police film was one of the more prominent roles that he's had. Um, was it Nightwatch? It was a brilliant film, that one. Um, really, really good low-budget film, but a very, very good one. Uh, this time he's paired with Alexander Skarsgård as two cops and two incredibly um, corrupt cops, unapologetically corrupt and monumentally so. They basically spend their whole career uh, feathering their own nests and doing very little else, very little police work, and their entire job seems to be uh, corruption. Alexander Skarsgård spends the whole film out of his mind on alcohol, um, really, really drunken performance from him. Quite unlike um, what I've seen him in so far in movies, where he's always, it kind of plays up his physicality as this sort of tectonic uh, northern European seven foot tall man god. Uh, and he's always, he's been quite semi serious in, in a lot of the roles, but here he just goes for comic value. And there's not a huge amount of story to it. They basically spend their time getting involved in uh, various criminal enterprises and solving them in a manner that the police would solve them, but usually to take the ill-gotten drugs or money, not to actually put the people in jail. Uh, there's a, another element to it, which is, I think, Theo James, who plays this very upper-class British aristocrat who's as seedy as it comes into all manner of debauchery and debauch behavior and basically the movie plots these this very rich guy and his plotting of a major robbery um and he's getting this group of people together to do it for him and his debauch lifestyle which involves all manner of debauchery including very illegal ones uh, as we find out as the movie progresses he's not a particularly nice gentleman, and neither is his crew. Um, so it's, it's a simplistic story, and it reminded me a little bit of the nice guys that came out of Russell Crowe last year, very underrated movie, which I loved. Ryan Gosling and him were fantastic together. And this is another sort of... You think it's set in the 70s, but then at certain points you realise it's set in the present day. They've got the car from Starsky and Hutch for a start, um, but And there's lots of stylistic elements that hark back to the sort of 1970s cop dramas, uh, which are now very, very trendy. Um, but it is actually set in, in the modern day. Um, it's not got anyone else that's particularly famous uh, in the movie. And um, now here's the thing. The, the film itself didn't get particularly good reviews when it came out. I would still definitely watch this. The script is fantastic. It's rapid fire. And it just hammers it. Uh, both Michael Pena and Alexander Skarsgård and, and the others are just trading off of each other all the time. It is self-conscious in its uh, delivery. It's almost self-satisfied in its cleverness as well. But it's still, it is, just because somebody's self-satisfied that they're clever doesn't mean that they're not clever. It's, it's a clever, witty script. And I'm, Michael Pena does this wonderful dance of being both a loving 
gentle family man and this appallingly corrupt, violent cop as well. And Skarsgård's quite an interesting role because he is just a... He's barely able to stand for the entire movie. And he's had horrible stuff happen in his childhood and so on. Um, I thought the performances in it were good. But as a movie, it's just terribly disjointed. It just doesn't really work or flow. It's very episodic. Um, it riffs on lots and lots of other cop dramas deliberately and, and quite successfully when it does it. But the story itself just doesn't go anywhere. And it's, it's a bit of a shame that such a talented writer and such a talented main pairing, an interesting main pairing as well, um, sort of it just doesn't go anywhere it's just not like the nice guys i said it's a much better watch the second time around because you stop focusing on the story which was too convoluted and too boring whereas the people were brilliant and the and the script and the individual scenes were brilliant so i'm going to give this one another watch and see if i enjoy it a lot more when i'm not focusing on the story which is lame uh, and as as a as an individual piece of writing paragraph to paragraph it's brilliant but it's by far, it's not in the same league as the guard at all. It's just not. It's just too messy. Maybe there were too many fingers in the pie for his American movie debut for the for the writer director, and people wanted to have a bit of control over what he was doing. But it's 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 an un it's an uneasy truce between a very clever, uh, the nice guys kind of film, and also a rote sort of heist film. Uh, which just doesn't fit. So, Warren, everyone, tragically, I'm only going to give a 6 out of 10. Um, <clears throat> if it wasn't for the script and the performances, it would get lower than that. Um, but it's still worth watching just because the people in it and the script that they're given is, is really good. It's, it's often hilariously funny as well. So, Warren, everyone, I'm going to give a 6 out of 10.